Yo, on some real shit, niggas probably shouldn't even be wearing cotton, though. Like, like think about it. That should be like some type of... That should be like a cultural boycott for black people. Why the fuck, why the fuck is we wearing cotton? All that fucking... All that slaving and picking in the hot-ass sun and all that. And we wearing cotton? No, man, that should be some type of... We ain't riding right. You see what I'm saying? We not, we ain't, we not, we, we not, uh, we not, we not on task with our ancestors. They probably wouldn't, if they was alive right now, they wouldn't want to wear that shit. They wouldn't want to wear no fucking guy. The details as I end out, easily they plays along, hoping that I play a song. Love to fuck the trap music. Dope money just came along. nothing to do with the cotton i'm talking hey what's up everybody it's me naive ali and this is the ramble i'm gonna dedicate this to to somebody that, that we lost in the philly comedy community man chris cotton shout out to chris man i ain't know chris that long i probably known him for like the last year you know i've only been doing comedy for like a year but i met chris around the beginning and um all i can say is he was not he was he was only a benefit. He was only a help. It was never a time when me and him had a conversation where I can lead that conversation feeling like I had learned some shit. Where are feeling like I ain't know more about comedy than when, you know, than before me and him started talking. You see what I'm saying? Like, he was just one of them type people. Like, he always had pointers. Like, like if I was at a mic and I could tell a joke and nobody else would laugh. You see what I'm saying? But if Chris laughed, I knew the shit was funny. Like and he had pulled me aside afterwards. Like yo, I remember the one time I told this, I told some joke about like collecting the tops off a of crack vial, some shit like that. And he was like, and he pulled me aside and he was like, yo, look, man. He was like that's a good joke. He was like you just gotta learn how to read your room. He was like you gotta know where you could tell that joke at. He was like you just pulled it in here. He was like these, you know, he was like these white people they don't they don't know what you talking about. I mean, like Chris was always he was just that kind of person. Like he just, you know, he a look out. You feel me? You don't come across a lot of people like that. But yeah, man, shout out to Chris. This 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 episode um dedicated to him for sure. You know what I mean? Thank you. And I also want to thank especially the fans because listen, I announced that I had a baby on the way. I told him what the registry was. Man, we keep getting boxes every day, man. That's love, man. Thank y'all and appreciate it. Yo, and if I come to your city, hey, hopefully you come out and support, man. All right, Chris Cotton, thank y'all. So it's always the good people, man. All it's always the good ones, always the good people that go. But you know what, man? That's why. That's why I look. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I'm gonna tell y'all a little secret. You don't want God to think that he that he done with you, huh? You don't want God to feel like you a finished product. You want him to think that you still got a lot of lessons and shit to learn. So, and man, I ain't trying to lose no more people out here. So I'm gonna tell y'all the secret to staying alive. You gotta do something shitty. Do. Like, be fucked up a little bit. Be just fucked up enough where you can still be out here. You do, you be too good, it's over for you. So every once a week, pull a shitty move out. I mean, go tell your mom a random lie. Go cheat on your girl. Go steal some shit. Go in the right aid. Just take something. Snatch something up real quick. You feel me? Just You just got to do something. You know? Go be mean to one of your loved ones just because. Just tell that motherfucker he ugly. 
to see your cousin, call your cousin, be like, nigga, you ugly as shit. Then he'd be like, damn, what I do to you? Be like, fuck you, and just hang up on him. Hey, fuck you, man. You just got to do some wild shit sometimes. You don't want, listen, man, you don't want the Lord to think that you done out here. Let him know. Let him know, like, no, nah, nigga, don't take me. My soul ain't ready. My soul fucked up. I ain't learned shit yet in these 32 years. You see what I'm saying? I don't know how to do shit right now. So stay a little shitty, y'all. I ain't trying to, try to see no more of y'all go. Because that's what it was. Listen, I, I'm trying to tell y'all. The best motherfuckers I know is dead. They all dead. The best people. Because they was finished products. God was like, well, right, you ain't got nothing else left to learn. You, you got this life shit down pat. And then he snatched you up out of here bring you home with him. Fuck that. We ain't ready. We ain't ready. Go do some fucked up shit. Go, go fucking go smack a girl in her mouth and then just walk off. Just got to do something shitty sometimes. You see this old lady walking behind you? Don't hold the door. Just let the door go right in her face. Now, she got to figure this out. How the fuck she about to maneuver? That's her problem. You Just get a little shitty out here, y'all. Fuck this. We ain't done. Listen, shit. I told y'all, my dad, 86. How, you think, how the fuck you think he made the 86? He ain't make it to 86 by being no good person. The motherfucker ain't stopped smoking until he was like 71. Because he ain't stopped smoking until I was in college. And that's, so that's like 10 years ago, 10, 11 years ago, some shit like that. You see what I'm saying? Motherfucker, he, he was still smoking. He, the, he, the nigga would be driving me to college, puffing cigarettes the way up there at 70-something years old. How the fuck you think he's still alive? It ain't by being no good, by being no fucking, by being no saint. That's not how. You son of a bitch! Saints don't live long. You feel me? Saints get they you get snatched the fuck up out of here real early in the game. You know I mean, my dad was a he's a fucking a known gangster. You feel me? I done heard the wildest stories and shit about him. Shit, I seen my pop beat up a retarded boy when I was probably like five or four or some shit like that. We on Shelton Ave. Retarded boy, fucking motherfucker said ah, and then pulled my mom hair. And my dad beat the fuck out this retarded boy. I'm talking about. And he wasn't just retarded, like, look normal. He was, like, slobbering retarded. And my dad beat the shit out of him and said that, what he said? His exact words was, I don't give a fuck how crazy a motherfucker is. They still can feel pain. That was his word. That's the word of somebody that's going to live to be 103. You say, when you out here maneuvering like that, you out here punching on retards, you out here making parables about, it mean, about, about the extents of, of violence you should show towards retarded people and shit like that, you're going to live a long-ass time, brother. You're going to be out here forever. Because I ain't even got that level of shittiness in me. I can't go fuck up no retarded person. I ain't going to hold you. That's not where it's at. I can't do that. Are you sure about that? I'm not that fucked up. But I got I to gotta, I gotta dig deeper into my fucked upness so that I can be out here when I'm 86. Cause I tell you what, motherfucker like Chris Cotton, he wouldn't have, that motherfucker would have never had did no shit like that. He was too good a person. And then now, look, he out of here. Chris gone. You feel me? Too good. You was too good, Chris. Too good for this world. You got. You should have slowed down. I would, and, and if I'd have known how good of a person he was, which I did know, but you know, when people around, you don't really like, you don't, you appreciate him, but nowhere near as much as when after they pass. You see what I'm saying? Like, so I knew, I could tell he was a thorough person. But you know what it is with me? I'm always waiting for somebody to fuck up. Huh? So, like, Chris never got got the opportunity to fuck up with me. I mean, uh, you know, like, we, I, like I said, I've known him about a year. But, like, with, with other people, I meet somebody and they be thorough. It's only a matter of time for they do something where I'm like, oh, all right, now I see the real part of you. Or I see the part of you that's fucked up. 
You see what I'm saying? I'm going to show you all the part of me that's fucked up early in the game. Don't think I'm perfect. Mm -mm. I'm just out here living and experiencing. You feel me? Don't think that I'm don't think that I'm one of these motherfucking super helpful niggas. Don't ask me for no comedy advice. You know what I'm gonna tell you? I don't know. I'm just out here winging it, brother. I got a little formula in my head, but that's for me to know and for you to find out. If you can watch me close enough and see what the fuck I'm doing, that's for me to know. And I don't know my formula right, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and tell you my formula. No. Like, look, this is what you this this is what you should do with comedy and or this how you be funny or this how you I don't fucking know. The shit work for me sometimes. Sometimes it don't. So I ain't got too much, but so much advice I'm giving anybody. You know what I mean? That's just how I, that's just how I operate. But yeah, man, stay a little shitty. Keep a little shit under your fingernails. You feel me? Keep a little shit up under your collar and just spread that shit out sometimes so that you know, so God, so God don't, so God don't snatch your funky ass to heaven. Can't be too good out here, man. Shit, look at look at Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby ain't shit. Why you think he's still alive? That motherfucker ain't shit. Look at all this shit. Look, the motherfucker. He Bill Cosby done live four or five different lives. Right now he right now he in the convict stage. You feel me? He in the uh he in that damn He living that jail life right about now. But see, he ain't shit. You know Bill Cosby listen, Bill Cosby added 15 years of his life the day that I met him. I told y'all I met Bill Cosby this on one of them early episodes. So for anybody that any of y'all motherfuckers that ain't hear that shit, I'm going to say it again. So, look, I met Bill Cosby. I was five years old. Me and my pop. My pop took me to this fight. Bill Cosby was there sitting ringside. So I told y'all my pop was fairly, you know, he's fairly well known, especially back then. So, we, we go to the fight. We sit in ringside. So, he introduced me to Bill Cosby. He like, hey, son, this Bill Cosby. I freeze up. I'm froze out. I don't know what the fuck to do because it's Bill Cosby. And this at the height of the Cosby show. This one, the Cosby show on TV. You see what I'm saying? This not this not Bill. This not like I met Bill Cosby after he was washed up. No, I'm talking about Ghost Dad. I'm talking about Cosby Show. This the height of all that shit. So I'm so when my dad introduced me to him, I'm like, oh shit, that's Bill Cosby. Like in my head, I'm fucking, I'm excited. I'm so excited. But in real life, I was just frozen and just staring at him, just blinking, like, uh, like I couldn't say nothing. So Bill Cosby leaned down. He said, hey, he said, uh. He said, he said, hey, little boy, what's your name? My name's Bill. So I'm looking, I'm like, just froze out. I can't say shit. I'm starstruck. You know what I mean? I'm paralyzed with admiration. So I'm like, damn, this Bill. So he's like, hey, man, I'm Bill. What's, what's your name? So my dad tapped me like, go ahead, son, tell him your name. Say hi, to, say hi to Bill Cosby. So I'm just froze out. I don't know what to say. Just fucking breathing this shit. I don't need to know what to do, what to say, none of that. But I'm five. I'm in kindergarten at this time. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't realize that the people from TV was in real life at this point in time. So I don't know what the fuck to do. So I'm just looking like you know all stuck. So the Bill Cosby turned to my dad. He said, "What's wrong with him? What he slow or something? Like the fuck? That motherfucker had that's 15 years. He had it 15 years of his life because you know what, man? You gotta be a fucked up ass person." To look at somebody, one, you got to be super cocky and arrogant. Because that means he thought, that means that Bill Cosby, he knew that my dad wasn't going to do shit. He knew that, yo, I could say this shit. I could tell, I could look at this motherfucker right in his eyes and say, what the fuck is wrong with your son? Is he retarded? And he ain't going to do shit to me, but just laugh at it. And that's what my dad did. He laughed. <laughs> no, you know, he just, and then my dad, and then Bill Cosby walked off. And my dad kind of checked me a little bit like, yo, don't you never do no shit like that. You just embarrass me. Make sure, next, next time somebody talk to you. 
You say, you mean? Speak up for yourself. Don't you never sit here and just be no quiet nigga like this. The fuck is your problem? And that shit fucking made me feel even worse. Fucking pop. The fuck type nigga is you? You pulled the, you pulled the head check bill copy. Like, nigga, what the fuck wrong with you? It's what's wrong with my son. What the fuck wrong, nigga? You the one that like fucking bitches in they sleep, nigga? The fuck is your problem, Bill? You out here fucking slipping roofie and, and bitches drinks and then going home dicking them down. Why they knocked all out? Fuck you like the, you like the fuck dead bodies or something? What's your problem, dog? Fuck is you retarded, Bill? You nut ass old nigga? That's how my papa pulled the rod, but he ain't rod like that. Mm-mm. He ain't do it like that. He kept it real, you know, he kept it real friendly with Bill. Fuck, fuck that nigga. Fuck Bill. And Pop, you should have checked him, but that's all right. I'm over it now. But see what I'm saying? Bill Cobby's still alive because he do shit like that. You got to do shit like that. Walk up to a random kid. Ask him if they fucking retarded. Yo, you retarded, little boy? The fuck is your problem? Move along. You mean? That, that's what you got to do. You got to implant some insecurities in people. That's what you got to do, man. You want to live a long time. Don't be no good person. Be good sometimes, but then balance it out. Balance it out with a whole lot of bad shit. You know, niggas ain't trying to die at 30-something. We try to we make it to 100. I want to see all y'all living long. So get a little shitty. <laughs> try to tell y'all, man. That's why, look, good people die young because they too busy. Like, they just, you know what? They just not selfish enough. So, like, they not thinking about themselves enough. They, they too busy trying to help other people, so they thinking about other people. Like, no, nigga, think about yourself. Go to the doctor. Get your shit checked out. Make sure you good. Make sure you, you see what I'm saying? Make sure you are. Fuck everybody else. Or, or you know what else? Or they just not minding their business. So they get killed trying to help somebody. I told you I said with Kaid. Kaid got killed because he was trying to help another motherfucker. You should just let that motherfucker fucking rock out how he was. You know what I mean? You out here trying to help niggas. Now you dead. Like, nah, man, fuck all that. Get selfish. You know, if it's going to cost you your life, it ain't it ain't worth it. I'm being selfish right now because I want all y'all to live longer so y'all could be so I could so y'all could be with me. I mean, I want all of us to die at the same time. I told y'all, I told y'all how this how this shit gotta go. The, I told y'all best case scenario. That's why that's why look that's why bad people live to be old because that's a punishment in itself. Nigga, you eighty something years old. You lived this great life. You was the man for probably maybe thirty years of your life, maybe. Some people. Sometimes some people you wasn't never the man. And now you 85, 90 years old, just still here, all fucked up. Don't nobody even give a fuck about you. You just out here. Just trying to fucking trying to make somebody care about your old ass. And don't nobody care. Aww. That's a punishment in itself. It's kinda good to die young. But then see, I don't want I wouldn't want to die young and then know that y'all still out here living. I, that's why I want everybody to go at the same time. How about that? How about that? Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside. How about we all just chalk it? You feel me? How about how about God just blow this whole thing up and then we all just out of here? That's my best case scenario. For all y'all niggas to die and me too. Then that way we ain't got it, man. That way I ain't got to be jealous. I don't want to be no 90-year-old man on my deathbed like, oh, this life was great. No, the fuck it wasn't. Not if, it, not if it's ending like this. I'm, I'm sitting here watching my grandkids Moving around, they they walking and talking all fast and joking and shit. Meanwhile, I'm on the bed dying, and they just they think about what they about to do next week, tomorrow, next year. You see, they, they think about all this other shit. My fucking grandson over there texting his girlfriend, laughing and shit, sending out dick pics. 
My grandson living the life, and here I go, just in this bed, dying and shit. Fuck that, man. That's punishment. That's fucked up. Chris died. That's fucked up. It's fucked up when when people die suddenly. And see, like, look, and then you know what it is, man. When the shit shit like this always extra shocking. Like, it went, like when one of y'all niggas get shot, and y'all get checked like that. It's like, damn, that's fucked up. But at least I know how. At least I know like another nigga got you out of here. He did this to you. So one, I'm thinking like I go hold you. Whenever I found out somebody got shot, got killed, I'll be thinking like, man, this nigga must have been doing some dirt. You feel me? Or he wasn't minding his business, or he was fucking somebody, bitch, or he stole something from this nigga. Some, I'm somehow, some way, I'm placing a little bit of blame on you. If you get shot, you ain't get shot just because, nigga. What the fuck was you doing? Where you was at? Aha! Uh-huh. What type of life was you living? How the fuck? Why? Why this nigga went out of his way to shoot you? Niggas don't want to go to jail for life for killing nobody. But listen, if you do something that's bad enough. They had sparked your ass up and not think about it twice. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, the fuck you was on if this nigga walked up and shot you. But when it's shit like this, when it's like some health complications or some shit, some sudden health shit that kills somebody, I always be like, damn. Come on, guy. What the fuck is you doing? You going to take my man out like that? Shit be corny, dog. Yeah, man. Let's talk about some other shit. Let's, bright, let's, let's brighten this day up, man. Let's brighten this podcast up. Y'all seen them sh- that fucking shooting at Cumberland Mall in Atlanta? <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the shooting. No, I'm not. I'm laughing because I said, let's brighten it up. And then I started talking about a shooting and shit. This is the world we live in. Motherfuckers get shot. Motherfuckers die. That's where we at. The shooting at, Cumber- at Cumberland Mall. These motherfuckers was letting that shit go. And see, look, I don't, some, it ain't always terrorist shit. Like, sometimes it just be two niggas that get in a shootout at the mall. Nigga, we, was be- we was already was beefing. And I told you when I see you, I was when and when I told you, when I saw you, I was gonna fucking smoke you. And now, uh oh, I'm in the mall with my kids and my girl. You in the mall with your kids and your girl, and we we catch eye contact. And now I was like, damn, now I'm paranoid. I'm like, see, oh shit. See, now you found yourself a nigga. You was looking for a nigga, nigga here now. I can't. I, I don't want to just walk to my car. This nigga know what kind of car I drive. He might be waiting for me at my car. You know what, man? I'm gonna just pop this nigga right down, try to get up out of here. I told him when I saw him, I was gonna smoke him. So I gotta do. It. And that's what it be sometimes. Niggas pull out, get the women inside the mall. Next thing you know, shooting at Cumberland Mall. Oh, no, there's too many fucking mass shootings. This not no mass shooting. This nigga on nigga beef. You feel me? Like, like, look, that shit in Jersey City, I knew that was some terrorist shit. Listen, whenever it's a nigga shooting like an AR, or, like whenever it's a nigga shooting some big shit just randomly out of a window, nigga, he a terrorist. You a terrorist. Okay. Terrorism is random, is when you do some random shit to scare motherfuckers. Like white people taking over the world. That's terrorism. Because they, they scared everybody into submission. But they terrorism worked and then they got to rewrite history. So the, the, the furthest extreme of terrorism is your terrorism working. And then now you write history and call it something else. Call you, now you rewrite history and you call it exploration. That's what you call it. Wrong. Wrong. So the highest level of terrorism is, is exploration. The lowest level of terrorism is, mm, is bullying. That's the lowest level of terrorism. If you just out here fucking giving niggas wedgies and wet William motherfuckers in their ear in class and shit like that, flipping niggas book bags inside out, putting all their shit back in there, then zipping it up and then watching them struggle. <laughs> you feel me? That's the that's the lowest form of terrorism. So watch out for these bullies. A lot of these bullies might end up being terrorists in the future. You know, might want to lock some of these little niggas up right now. Save us all some trouble. Yo, I had an eventful... I had an eventful past week with my exes. Ain't that crazy? 
yo, listen, man, any of y'all hear this? Any of y'all listen to this shit right now? Don't go at them. Don't do that. Don't be no little snitch, no little snitching ass hoe. Don't go telling them that. No, Naeem was Naeem was talking about you on his podcast because y'all y'all niggas did that shit before. Don't do that, man. This ain't this not like no. If they hear it, they hear it. I want them to hear it because one of one of my listeners go tell them to go listen to it. What the fuck is up with y'all? What y'all niggas don't like me? Boo, you suck. Why y'all listening to my shit then? Eventful week. I'm still gonna talk about an eventful week with my exes. I ain't saying no names, but you know, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry to all my. I mean, I realize I kind of ruin women. I fuck women up, and that's not cool. I don't want to be that type of person. That's why I'm single right now. I'm not fucking nobody else up. I'm not. I refuse to. I refuse to to ruin any more women's lives or ruin the way that they love in the future. And I ain't sitting here saying that. I'm some type of, you know, uh, that I'm fucking Mac Daddy. And I fucking, you know, I long dick bitches into submission. I don't do that. That's not what I'm saying. I think I'm just a good time. And I'm a, and I'm, and I'm loving. But some, but I'm not consistent. And that's, you can psychologically fuck somebody up if you're a loving person, but you're not, um, but you're not doing it consistently. Because then they're going to look at you like, damn, one day, nigga, you was all on me. I thought you was going to be my husband. Then the next day, you out here fucking with some other girl. What's up with you? It's like, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to figure a life. I'm just trying to figure life out. I used to struggle with turning down experiences, though. Like, I used to struggle with, like, you know, somebody throwing some pussy at me. And then now, I, I, you know, I would struggle to not catch it. I always had to catch it. If the bitch throwing it, I'm catching it. That's not cool. Or some girl wanted to go hang out. I got a girlfriend at home, though. Oh, well, I'm going to hang out. How, who am I to tell her no? But, yeah, this past week, I had I had two of my exes kind of still let me know in their own way that they hate me and that I did some fucked up shit to them. And it's like, damn. You know what? And see, my problem is I always downplay the importance of myself and to other people. So, like, I'll do some fucked up shit or I'll break up with a girl. And I'll be like, all right, well, there's way better niggas out here than me. Fuck she cares so much for. Like, all right, damn. I'm not the best nigga out here. There's niggas out here with millions of dollars. I'm just random any nigga boy. You feel me? So you ain't gonna be, she ain't going to be that mad if I tell her I don't want to talk to her no more. Or she ain't going to be that mad if she find out I was cheating on her. Yes, the fuck she is. It ain't about how important I am to me. It's about how important I am to her. Don't fuck with me, Al. Don't make a fuck out of me. You want to embarrass me? Make a fool out. I'm just always comparing myself to other people, thinking that you know it's better people than me. So who who cares what the fuck I do? But that's a dumbass way to look at life. That's a stupid ass way to look at life. Oh, you know, yo, that's what I want to talk to y'all about, yo. I was talking to my cousin yesterday, right? I figured, uh, like, you know how like you be in a conversation and you, and you figure out some shit, like. You knew the feeling, but you didn't know how to verbalize the feeling. I don't like romantic shit, yo. I don't like that shit. Like, I don't like when bitches wear, like, when women. I don't like when women wear, like, lingerie and shit like that to try to, like... Listen, you could do all that. Like, let's say it's my birthday and you get a fucking a hotel room or something and you throw in a lingerie and you got all this romantic shit planned out. One, you ain't got to have all the flowers and rose petals. You ain't got to do all that. Just have us a bottle, have us some weed we could smoke. You feel me? You could be lingerie out. That shit coming right off anyway. You're going to be naked soon. But, like, don't do no, like, sexy walk towards me. Don't do, like, no slow, sexy walk. 
I don't like shit like that. Don't be making like seductive faces at me. Just be regular. Be a normal person. I don't want you making no sexy faces. I don't want you doing. Listen. I don't want you doing no shit that I've seen in movies and shit like that. Don't do that. Because now I'm thinking that you weird as fuck. Like, this real life. This ain't no goddamn fucking romance comedy. This Philly in 2019 on Earth. You see what I'm saying? This the real world. Don't fucking, don't be doing no slow shit, biting your lip and all. Like, no, don't do that. Don't do no seductive type, romantic type shit towards me. It's a, it's a turn off to me. Now I'm out because now I'm in my head. I'm out of I'm out of the present moment and I'm in my head now. Just like what the fuck? This bitch weird. Why she doing this? Why the fuck she walking all slow and switching? Why the fuck why she biting her lip like that? Like this not no fucking move. This bitch is she retarded. She weird as shit. Like I don't want it. Don't make me start thinking like that. Cause that's how I'm thinking. When you make sexy faces at me. Don't do that. Just be regular. Be a normal Joan. Just be a regular normal Joan. See, that's my problem, man. I was like, I need a girl that can like I don't need, first of all, I don't need no woman that could do shit. I just got me. You feel me? That's all I need. I don't need none of y'all. All I need is me. But I'm just saying if I had one, if I could get a woman that was just like, could just talk open and honest and normal. Don't be all, don't treat life like a movie. Just live it. And then that's how the movie's made. That's deep. But yeah, yo, don't do no, I remember this one time, right? I think I was in college. I was having sex with this girl, and she, before we did it, she stood up, like, over top of me. Like, she was about to be on top. She was about to ride. With this. Before she did all that, she stood over top of me, and she was, like, dancing all slow, and she kept making this noise, like, mm, 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 mm. While she was dancing over top of me, I was looking like, this shit is weird right now. What the fuck is going on? Where am I? Who is this? Who did this? Why the fuck is she doing this? Just be normal Joan. Just Get on top of me. Let's have sex and let's get it over. Sex is already awkward enough. Like, I can't fuck sober at all. Ain't no way. There's nobody can have sober sex. I think I told y'all that already, though. But, yeah, ain't no way. It's already an awkward situation. Now you want to add some fucking seductive dancing to it? You want me to be turned off. You want me to start thinking about some whole other shit. You don't want me, you don't want me to be into this sexual experience. If this is how you rocking out, you, you you jumping up on top, you jumping up, staying on top of me in the, in the bed and shit, doing all this fucking sexual dances and all that. Come on, man. I ain't with that. I'm not doing that. No. Now, I, now I'm not thinking straight. Now my chub starting to soften up. My chub getting soft now because you just acting like this a damn striptease movie. Come on, yo. Like that, that'll take me right out of it. That'll take me right out of it. just not my thing that's all i'm saying just be normal no i don't want i don't want you to do some shit that i saw another bitch doing a movie i don't unless it's a porno you just getting nasty then yeah i'm cool with that mm, yummy how the fuck can anybody have sex sober you a fucking psycho if you out here sober fucking you are a psycho because then it's just like i don't know you just all aware and shit when i'm sober i'm way too aware i'm aware of everything straight I don't know, man. I'm going to try it. Next time I go in, maybe I'll go in sober. I don't know when that's going to be. I'm trying not to um, I'm trying not to let none of my nuts out my body right now, though. I'm trying to keep all that shit on the inside. <laughs> Just because, I don't know, I got. I was getting a little bit too handsy with myself. I got to chill out. So lately, I'm, I've am i been chilling. I'm going to see how this energy work, being on the inside, then shooting out the, you know, the shooting out of my, out of my pole. I just need to keep it in. 
it's the holiday season holiday season so so here we go it's time to shop and buy gifts for people that we don't even like it's the holiday season now yeah so here you go about to cuddle up with some whore you don't like because it's cold outside and it's the holiday hey what y'all doing for the holidays y'all that song fucking sucked my bad listen i was i was raised muslim so we need to get down with the with the christmas carols and all that shit you feel me so you mean i think i think i should get credit just for for knowing the mm, what's the word i should get credit just for knowing the overall uh harmony of the song i think y'all don't know any islamic songs None. You know why? Because we got sorrows, we got prayers. Y'all don't know y'all don't know any Islamic prayers. I, and I wouldn't make fun of you if you had the overall undertone of the prayer, right? And then I'd be like, I, I would actually be uh what's the word? I'd be surprised and kind of flattered, like, oh wow, you know the <laughs> you almost had the exact harmony of the Al Fatiha. Wow. I would be yeah, I would be um I would congratulate you for you know, for knowing a bit of my culture or the culture I was raised in. So don't don't hate on me because I fucked up your Christmas song. Oh, well, I got the gist of it and I got the gist of the message. We buying gifts for some hoes and some family that we don't fuck with. It's the holiday season now. That's what Christmas about, ain't it? Wrong. Wrong. I don't got nothing to do with creating harmony between you and your Lord, you and your Jesus Christ. I'm drinking this. Look, I'm in season. I'm drinking this fucking eggnog latte from Starbucks. I'm in season. Are you in season? Shout out to, uh, I ain't gonna say no name. Shout out to the person that put me on. You feel me? Shit creates an uproar when you say somebody's fucking name sometimes. But yeah, somebody, somebody had posted it. I saw this eggnog latte and I'm like, oh shit, I need that. I need the, I need the nog. You feel me? I need that nog with the, with the espresso. Pour me up. Uh, he's white. I need a taste. Yeah, man, shit was on point. Oh, let me tell you about what happened Friday. I had a fucked up ass Friday, but hold up, I gotta take a leak first. Hold up, I can't take. I'm not taking the mic in the bathroom with me, cause that's just nasty. You feel me? Hold up. Hey, you, you uh, y'all, y'all still here? Y'all little freaks wanted me to take the mic into the bathroom with me, didn't you? You fucking freaks. No. I wanted to hear my dribbles. Wanted to see what my stream sound like. Fuck no. It's too personal. Only way you can know what my stream sound like is if we live together. Or if you a man that just happened to be pissing next to me at a urinal or some shit like that. Then you would know. Yeah, man. But until then, fuck that. Mind your business. Oh, yeah, but let's tell you about my Friday. So, look, first, I switched my direct deposit at work, right? Mm. Probably about a week and some change ago. Change up direct deposit. Switch them all up. So, I fucking... What happened? Come on, spit the story out. Oh, yeah, so I switched up my direct deposit. So, I... uh, Now, the person... the My employer has uh, promoted somebody that I feel like was kind of underqualified, but whatever. You know, we listen, I don't call the shots. I'm just in here working till I ain't got to work no more. I'm in here working. I'm at, the, I'm at this job, you feel me, until y'all like, until y'all support me enough where I don't got to go in. 
Where I could be a full-time podcaster, full-time comedian, full-time friend to the public. Once I could do that, then you know we in. Then we all good. I'm quitting them out this bitch. But until y'all can, so y'all help me out, this is where I'm at with it. So anyway, I switched my shit. So the person, the the person that I said was underqualified, who now has this, I don't know, CEO, operations manager, whatever the fuck you want to call, it, who has this position, they uh they fuck up a lot. And they fuck up a lot because they're very old and they have, I don't know if it's an onset of dementia or Alzheimer's. One of the, it's one of them, though. This motherfucker got something. And he admits to it. He's like, yo, look, I'm old. I forget a lot. You mean? Which is fucked up. But, you know, the people of privilege can do that. They can be old and fuck up and fuck up their job and still keep their job. And still make, you know, six figures or whatever the fuck. However much he's overpaid. Well, you see what I'm saying? But they can still do, they can still do all that. So when I switched my direct deposit a week ago, I kind of thought, probably more like a week and a half ago, I kind of thought that, all right, this might be a problem. He going to forget a number. He going to fuck up. He going to forget something. Something going to happen right here. So anyway, of course, Friday comes. Everybody's paid. I'm not. Nothing in my account. Huh? You know? Because don't get it fucked up. I'm going to check the check ball. I ain't about to sit here and fraud the y'all like I'm up, like I'm doing this and doing Nah, fuck no. My savings on $30. You feel me? So it ain't there. It mean? So the only type of emergencies I can get into is $30 emergencies. You know, you fucking, I, I catch a flat, and then and then I catch a flat in my spare. I can go buy a used tire. I'm good with that emergency. But if a bitch, if I go have sex with a woman, and, and I fucking squeeze off in her, and I go get that plan B, I think them drones $40. I don't got that, that emergency too high. Unless you, you're you going to catch, I might have to make that, I might have to make that mistake on a pay week. You feel me? If we talk about emergencies that can fall within my $30 savings range, that plan B, we about to just have a baby. Cause I'm not, I can't afford to buy that plan B unless it's pay week. You know what I mean? Now I'm listen, I'm about to be good. I'm about to I'm about to be I'm about to be caught up on everything, you know? As we speak, about to be caught up on everything. I'm about to be able to, you know, put some money aside. Do some little do a little bit of extra. But then you know what? It's the Christmas season. So I gotta go buy gifts. So the little bit of extra I was gonna have, like the bonus I'm getting from my job, that's gone. That's in the buying gifts for my kids. Because, yeah, I was raised Muslim. But you know what I realized being raised Muslim is that don't none of that shit matter. That the, the more hurtful part was me going to school after Christmas and not having no new shit and everybody else did. So you know what I do for my kids? Christmas. That's what we do. Fuck, I don't give a fuck about Jesus and Santa and the cross. Or, I don't know what the fuck else happened on Christmas. Jesus was born, then he came back from the dead three days later. He got He was born on Christmas, then they killed him, then he came back. Well, he came back on Christmas Day or he came back on New Year's. So he, I think that's what it was. Jesus got killed. You feel me? He was born. Then when he came out, he was talking. So they thought he was a devil. So then they killed Jesus. Then he died on the 26th. And then on the New Year's Day, that's when he came back. That's when he was revived from the dead by Lazarus. You feel me? So, I mean, we celebrating all that this year. Me and my kid, we do that every year. We do the Christmas thing. My kids ain't gonna feel left out how I did. This boy's a motherfucking dummy. But damn, hold up, you made me fuck my story up. So look, so then this motherfucker's supposed to have uh, changed my shit. He's supposed to have changed my direct deposit. Come to find out, he didn't. He changed the routing number, not the account number. So the account number was my, the same one to my old bank account. The routing number was the one to my new bank account. So basically, this money just float, floats out in the outer space. Never hits my account. 
So then they had to give me a paper check. Now, in case you didn't know, I'm a black man with a beard, with a neck tat. So I go to cash this paper check. Everybody telling me no, like I'm a scammer. Because at the bottom it says replacement check. So a couple places said, uh, we don't cash check this here replacement at the bottom. Fucked up. Fucked up and fucked out. You feel me? So then I'm like, all right, well, let's go try this other place. Other check. Let's go try Walmart. Walmart's like, uh, nope. Your ID's expired. So part of this is my fault. Because I went into a bar somewhere with my ID in my pocket. Because I don't like to take my whole wallet. Because then I can't. Come on, y'all know I'm undisciplined. You feel me? So if I take my whole wallet in there, who knows how much money I'm going to spend in this bar? I might spend three, four hundred. And it might just be me by myself. Because I'm just undisciplined like that. You see what I'm saying? So I got to I gotta peel off. I got to take about mm, $100 into the bar. Take my ID out my wallet. And then leave my wallet in the car. So that way, once I run through this hundred, it's, I know it's time for me to go. Aha! Uh-huh. So boom. So I fucking I do that shit. Somehow I lose my ID. So now all I got is two expired IDs. Everybody telling me to kiss their ass. Nope, I ain't doing it. Nope, we not cashing. We not cashing it. So I'm like, all right, fuck this. Let me go get a new ID. I go get a new ID. Go to the bank the check's written on, and they tell me, oh, we got to verify it with your job in order to cash it. Now, this is where the race and the neck tats and shit come into play. And the fact that I had on an all-black dicky set probably didn't help. These motherfuckers telling me they got to check and verify all this other shit just so I, they can cash my check. Like, come on, y'all. What the fuck? Luckily, I got good people at my job. I was able to call, and they called the bank and told them, listen, y'all, stop being racist. Cash my man check, and then they looked out for me. So I was all good. But damn, all this on a fucking Friday. I actually didn't get my check cashed till Saturday, but that's not all. So Friday, I go to the Chinese store, right? You know, I want some I want some chicken wings fried hard with some hot sauce, with some salt, pepper, ketchup, hot sauce. So I'm like, oh, yeah, let me order these wings. I order the wings, right? I ordered the wing. I get my shit. Again, like I told you, I had the dickies on. My phone is on my cell phone pocket. It's called a cell phone pocket. If anything should be able to sit inside this pocket comfortably without you having to worry about it, it should be your cell phone. So I put my phone inside my cell phone pocket. I move out. You mean? Gets my food. Boom. Get in the car. Drive to the crib. Gets to the crib. I'm tapping. I'm doing the, you know, I'm doing the. I'm doing the uh the tap tap to make sure I got all my shit and I'm tap tap. Oh, where my phone at? I go in the house, hop on the laptop, find my iPhone. My phone's still at the goddamn Chinese store. So I'm like, how the f- how the fuck did my phone get at the Chinese store? So I drive back. It ain't close. I'm, we talking about a good three mile ride, three miles there and then three bump and three miles back. So we talking about six miles round trip. I get there. This my cell phone behind the fucking. Glass with the Chinese lady So I'm like hold up lady How the fuck you get my phone She like oh You drop me outside It's like bring it back in And it's all broken I look My shit my phone fucked up Screen shattered Apparently I fucking dropped the bitch Out my cell phone pocket When I was getting in the car And then you know Who knows if it got ran over Stepped on Who knows But somehow My screen got mangled out So I was all types of salty So now And man Until I get my phone fixed until I get my screen fixed, I'm walking around with the shattered face. Fucked up, man. I'm all mangled out here, dog. That was a fucked up ass Friday. Now I'm good, though. You know? Now I can go Christmas shopping and shit. Grab, get the shit that my kids want. I hope y'all Friday was better. Hope y'all whole holiday going better. Because um, right now, shit, bro. Listen, boy. I, listen. I'll be, I'm going to be surprised at, I'm going to be happy as shit once I make it through this. Once New Year's Day hit, 
gonna be happy as shit because then I'm gonna know what the fuck going on in my life. Then I'm gonna know where I stand. And see, hopefully, and see, here's the thing. Y'all know me. I'm I'm a big perspective boy. So right now, I feel like I'm in a bind. I feel like I'm a little fucked up. But you know, at least I ain't. At least I ain't gotta go to court for no cases. At least I ain't about to go to jail. That'd be even more fucked up. A nigga having to go to jail, that'd be nasty. Don't ain't nobody trying to do that. And man, I'm all right. My problems ain't that deep. I got one major problem that should be resolved within the next two days. Once it's resolved, hopefully it's resolved in my favor. Once that's resolved, listen, man, I'm going to have a huge weight lifted off my damn neck. Because right now, my neck and my back is fucking heavy. I'm just carrying around some shit I can't even talk to y'all about. I'll talk to y'all about that another time. But golly, help me the fuck out. It's above me. Let me, please let me. It's above me. <sighs> shit be seeming deep until something else happens. You ever have a problem? Especially like when you was like in high school, you'd be like, oh, how the fuck am I going to get out of this? Oh, this will never. This problem will never be over. That's how I was with with like me and um. Like I used to feel like that with like girls that I like. I used to be get so fucking dramatic. Like, oh, she's never gonna like me. I'm never gonna. I used to be fucking a little bitch. Nobody's ever gonna. <laughs> and think I was getting girls, but like not the ones that I wanted. I would see. Look, that's the thing. My standards was too high. My standards was low as fuck. But my imaginary standards was high. The, the girl that I wanted was always like, why the fuck would she fuck with me? This girl fuck with a 20-year-old drug dealer. Why the fuck would she want to fuck with a 15-year-old broke nigga that work at Reader's Water Ice? Like, so that that was the ones I wanted. And I used to be jealous and hating like, yo, you know he don't really like you. He's a grown man. He 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 should be talking to girls that's his age. But instead, he's out here being a pedophile, talking to high school girls. Which, you know... In hindsight, looking back at it, I was right. Those old niggas that was fucking with y'all high school girls, they was nasty. They was freaked out. Because I know when I was 20, I wasn't checking for no 15, 16-year-old girl. Give a fuck how bad she was. Like, fuck no. And then I peeped that. I peeped that like, a young age when it was still appropriate. To, when I was in high school, I noticed that older women were more, they hygiene was better than like the girl that was my age. I ain't trying to get too nasty, but like, little girls don't know what they doing with they self. They don't know how to clean, right? It was all, the older girls had it going on. They always smelled good. They always just was on point. Hair done, nails done. You see what I'm saying? They was kempt. That's because they was grown women with jobs and bills and shit like that. And they was being pedophiles by talking to me. There's a lot of pedophiles out here that we just live with as a community. Like, you know what? It's all right. Like shit that we don't talk about Cause the, cause the age range is close Like oh he 20 and she's 16 But it's alright No it's not That motherfucker nasty I never did no shit like that Well listen After I turned 18 I ain't talk, I ain't fuck with nobody under 18 I didn't After I turned 18 Nope Even girls that I did talk to That was under 18 I ain't talk to them no more I'm, And I'm being dead serious After I turned 18 After I turned 18 I ain't go back I stay right. I stay right in my range. I ain't go back fucking with no little girls and shit like that. Y'all niggas is dirty, fucking creep ass boys. I hope somebody fuck with your teenage daughter. No, no, chill, name. All right, all right. My bad. That was a little too far. My fault. Sometimes I get worked up. Start thinking about the past. How girls didn't like me. And how girls chose older niggas over me. And it gets me angry again. My fault, yo. 
I hope don't nobody fuck with your daughter. That's not cool. Sometimes I get a little, I get a little overzealous. You mean my bad? In case y'all, in case y'all can hear it, I'm talking a little different now. I got my, I got my my Invisalign trays in. So this, the 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 next part of this podcast, the end part of this podcast is brought to you by speech impediments. I've been just a stepdaughter since I was four. It's had a positive and a Were you born with a tongue that's too big for your mouth? Or are you or were you born with a with a brain that was unsure about the words you was about to say, so now you stutter? Or did you have spaces in your teeth and now you got Invisalign and now you talk like you got a lisp because you got these fucking shits on your teeth? If so, I don't know what the fuck to offer you, but yeah, man, it's fucked up. I'm happy. Listen, having these joints in your mouth, in my mouth, I, I can sympathize with people that got a lisp because I tell you what, this shit right here, I be talking dumb as shit. Sometimes I say certain words and I be spitting and all that. Like, that should be, should be kind of weird. You feel me? But, yeah, man, that's, just, that's where we at with it right now. I'm trying to get pretty for y'all. That's Beautiful, Katie. If it was up to me, I'd have never got no fucking... I'd have left my teeth the way they was, but I'm trying to be prettier so that y'all can like looking at me. You feel me? But, uh, oh, yeah, you know we ain't talk about? I got to say something about it because I got a lot of backlash on social media for it. That Lizzo shit, right? So, look, I had a lot... And, you know, it's mostly fat people that was like... Because all I, all I basically said was, you know... Like, goddamn, that shit's sexual harassment now. Why I keep seeing this fat bitch naked? I don't want to see that. Like, why you got to keep showing this to me? But I'd have said the same thing if it was anybody else that I was seeing naked all the time. If it was a man they was showing naked all the time, I'd be like, yo, come on, yo. Why the fuck am I scrolling on my on my social media and I got to run into a picture of, of a naked person that I don't want to see? Because at first it was like the, the pictures I guess she put up on her Instagram. Everybody was reposting them. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, fuck all this. The next thing is her at the Lakers game shaking ass with her cheeks out. I'm like, come on, man. I don't want to see all this. I'm like, yeah, like you know, like keep that shit to yourself. So, of course, a few fat people came at me. But that's all right. Because I get it. Listen, people don't know how to separate themselves from what they feel like they are fundamentally. And it's like, you're not fundamentally fat. You fat. You could lose weight any fucking day. Any day you could start on your journey to being a slim joint. But right now, man, you stuck in this fat bitch life. And that's all right. That's all right. One day you might switch it up. But you don't got to ride for everybody that's fat just because you fat. Like, fuck no. You might be a fat joint that'll never walk outside. Most of y'all fat most of y'all fat joints would never walk outside with your cheeks out with a thong with a fucking long-ass black T-shirt with a hole cut right with the ass part. Of. Nope. Most of y'all would never do no shit like that ever in life. So, but just because you fat don't mean you got to be team fat. And now you got, you know, you out here trying to, you trying to take up for all the shit that she did. You trying, you trying, you trying to make excuses for her. Like you Lizzo, you not her. You would, you would never, you would never take your fat ass outside like that. Or especially to no goddamn game. Huh. Like that's crazy. So like I said, I had a lot of fat joints just, just coming at me. Like, yo, I mean, would you say that if it was Beyonce? Yes. I would, because don't nobody got to see no ass at no game. Now, I might not say I don't want to see it. I want to see it. But kids and other women might not want to see it. That's just a personal preference thing, for real, for real. I prefer 
shapely women than fat women. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Some men prefer fat women. It's nothing wrong with that either. And don't y'all feel like, ain't this kind of like an insult? Like, like whenever somebody come out and, and like, like even when like if a, if a woman come out and say she a lesbian, because they don't, they don't usually say this shit about men. If a woman come out and say she a lesbian, everybody, oh, she's so brave. She's living her truth. And it's like, how the fuck? That's an insult. Because they saying you brave. They saying your dyke ass so fucking, you so bold that it's brave for you to even say that you a dyke. Like, they trying to say being a lesbian is so fucked up that you brave as shit because you just came out to everybody you was a lesbian. So that's brave. You just took a chance. That's a fucking insult. Don't let nobody call you brave. Lizzo's so brave. She going outside. She, she showing her body. They saying this bitch so fat that it's risky for her to do what she doing. Like, you got to have a certain amount of heart to be fat, to be built like that, and to show your body off. That's a fucking insult. Why the fuck is that brave? If an in-shape bitch get naked, y'all don't say that? They don't be like, oh, she's so brave for sure. No, because they like, oh, all right, if I had that body, I'd show it too. True. But with Lizzo, it was like, oh, if I had that body, I'd be covered up all the fucking time. That's an insult. Don't, don't let them gas y'all up with that. Y'all should listen to the people that's like me, that's keeping it real. Like, I don't want to see that fat shit. Because I'm keeping it real. I ain't saying you brave. I'm saying that, shit that, that a lot of other people thinking. But whatever. Just like, listen, everybody's entitled to their feelings. If you feel like you don't like some shit that I do, shit, you might feel like you don't like black people. If that's how you feel, that's your fucking feelings. Now, it ain't my job to change that. It's just my job to be me. Now, if you disrespect me, then we're going to have a problem. It's just, my thing is, it's the intersections you got to worry about. You ain't got to worry about your fucking straight line beliefs. Fuck that. That's you. But now it's when your straight line beliefs intersect with the shit that you don't like and you speak on it in the wrong way or you do something in the wrong way, which is disrespect. Now that's a big problem. These S's is killing me. I said disrespect. <laughs> Goddamn lisp. You know what I mean? I'm about to get up out of here, matter of fact. My shit all, you know, I'm all list, list, but I'm all list out. But yeah, man. Oh yeah, I'm about to dip, about to get up out of here. Me and Drew, me and shout out to Drew Montana. We about to record the uh we got a new we got a new podcast called the Do-Rag and the Dare Tag. We about to, we about to go record that shit right now. You feel me? Get it ready, get it ready, get it ready, get it ready, get it ready. Hey, I said, never lack on the back, do rag and the deer tag. Ha ha ha. I never lack on the back, do rag and the deer tag. Ha ha ha. I never lack. Um, make sure you check it out. Give it give us like a week though, cause we got, you know. Gotta go through the proper channels to get it up, you know, up everywhere. So, you know, give us about a week and we're gonna we gonna be right in your fucking right in your ears, you know what I mean? And your eyes, we're gonna be on YouTube too. Eventually this joint gonna be on YouTube. It's gonna it's gonna be on YouTube soon. But yeah, y'all check us out. Check out do Ragged the Deer Tag. Check out check out Drew Montana, he a funny ass comedian. Um You know, and what I'm gonna leave y'all with this week. Hmm. I got it. Over the last couple of days, I had a, a pretty hard time. I had some deadlines that had to be met with money, right? And I I made all of them. Now I got one more deadline, maybe like two more deadlines that got to be met, right? And I'm stressing a little bit. But at the same time, I keep reminding myself, these are my feelings. I let nobody control my shit. I'm not going to be stressed out about some shit that ain't even happened yet. I'm not going to think about failure. That's not going to happen. I'm gonna make sure it ain't no failure. I can't allow it. I can't allow myself to fail. 
Not with this shit, so I got to, you know, I got to buckle down. So that's what I'm leaving y'all with this week. Control your feelings. They're your feelings. You can choose your disposition, you know, uh, once you realize how to, you know, control your thoughts and control your emotions. And I tell you what, that's way harder to do when you're inebriated. So, you know, take some time to get sober. Hey, and, and y'all know me, I'm not an advocate for full sobriety. I am if it's what you need. If it ain't, if you can, if you can master your high, and you know, you only drink on the weekends or you only smoke, you know, when you ain't got shit else to do, that's cool. I'm fine with that. As long as it ain't interfering with your life. But it is harder to control your emotions and shit like that when you under the influence of some other shit. So, you know, take time to learn yourself. Be sober for a couple of days. Learn yourself. Learn what makes you happy, what makes you angry, you know, what makes you react. Learn that shit because, you know. Don't just hand over your power. Don't let nobody push your buttons because then now they're controlling you. They're controlling how you feel about this and about that. So, you know, man, like I said, just control your feelings. Be the person you want to be, you know. Live the life you want to live and feel how you want to feel. All right, y'all, I'm out of here. That's it for me. Tune in next week, you know, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I'm coming back. When I come back at y'all with uh, some more of my life problems. Some funny shit, some weird shit that I was thinking, whatever the fuck. But alright y'all, I'm out.